technically the rules say dogs can't play. Wait, no, no. There's nothing in the rule book that says dogs can't play. Yeah, that's what I just said. Check the check the tapes. We'll check the tapes. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. Oh no. I know it's available, but why? There's so many other things available. First of all, it's artisanal, okay? I don't want to hear it. One of your hosts spent nine hours this week watching the Godfather series to atone for his <laughs> sins. <laughs> what are you? doing so stupid of you so stupid of all of you handsome drew did as well are you drew with the you obviously he's drew with the you okay my handsome drew. <laughs> i don't spell it's my name with a u what are you talking about <sighs> what's wrong with you i'm so angry at everyone here oh i was not listening <laughs> <laughs> that is very apparent to everyone on the podcast that you were not listening this is not the podcast you deserve Welcome to another episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I'm your host tonight, Drew Crawford, joined as always by my two excellent co-hosts, the ever-talented musically Kyle Cox. Ever-talented musically, that was sweet. I don't think that holds up, but I appreciate. Well, it. I was hoping you would, you know, hit hit us with a little rift. Rift. A rift. A riff. It's a riff. <laughs> ah, see, I don't have the musical talent. I'm more of the. Uh, I'm the handsomeness. I'm the face. I'm the face of the group. I depend on others to pick up the music. Uh, so music brought to you by Kyle and lyrics brought to you by Drew Allen, our other co-host tonight. Not the podcast you deserve. So that See, was a run that I was planning on doing. That's what I'm looking for you from Kyle. So give, give me a little bit more next time. Tonight we'll be talking about musicians who have become actors. This was a theme I thought of once I saw that Morbius was coming out, uh, starring Jared Leto. As some of you may know, he is an actor. As some of you may know who are a little bit older, started in 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, <laughs> and Break me down! See? Yes. I, I bring those. The whole You're night. killing me, killing me. How the whole night. We're just going to mm. be breaking in. Uh, that's Kay. probably going to be a theme, so you better get ready. But, uh, okay, all right. Uh, but it got me thinking, there are a lot of people who have tried to traverse both realms of being a musician and being an actor. There are some who started in music and then have gone to the screen. There are some that started on the screen and have gone uh, to music. I'm not sure any of them should have done it. Uh, some people deserve <laughs> To be in one place more than the other. Uh, there are a few that do it really well. Uh, Jared Leto, in my opinion, is a divisive character on this because mm -hmm. I think 30 Seconds to Mars is great. I think some of the roles he does are good. And then I think some of the roles he does are absolutely insane. Uh, <laughs> which honestly is more fun when I go to the movie because I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. Could be great. Yeah. Could be psychotic. Point. There's a certain Nick Cage feel to his acting, which is like, you don't know, or am I going to get an Oscar-winning performance? Or is he going to send some weird stuff to his co-workers, his co-actors? There's <laughs> one thing about Leto. He dives like headfirst into every role oh. and is very committed. Oh, yeah. He's um, never half pissed at once. That, that's and for sure. sometimes that gets you an Oscar, and sometimes it makes you a very, very hated person for messing up the Joker. So, I mean... Who knows? I, I do think uh, sometimes Drew that Allen... gets you starring in Leaving Love Lost in Las Vegas or whatever 
the Cage won his Oscar for. <laughs> yes. And also say, gets you in Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. Pig. <laughs> I was going to say, Drew, I like the uh, comparison, actually. There is a bit of Nick Cage to Jared Leto. Um, I mean, I was looking at some of the things he's been in recently. You know, he's got Morbius, House of Gucci, which we talked about this earlier with the Batman where Colin Farrell had this like transformative uh, job in the Batman as the Penguin. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that he kind of, Jared Leto did the same thing in House of Gucci where like you're watching the trailer and you're like, is that? No, can't be. <laughs> uh, right, right. How uh, random was his accent in that movie? Drew Allen, I haven't seen it. So, it's div- you, divisive is still the word of the day for Jared Leto okay. because I've heard multiple people talk about this, and they've gone from his is the most cartoonish stereotype accent to like people tell me no, I, I like I've been told by the Italian people that it is the most accurate one, and they like know people exactly <laughs> like that. And it's like. I don't know how you phrase that, but <laughs> I, like I don't know who to believe. You just have the Italian people in your phone, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a group text. Um, I uh, the Amy Schumer. I thought one of her best jokes of the night at the Oscars was the she called it the House of Random Accents, yeah. uh, which I thought was really funny. I've only ever seen the previews, and I get where she's coming from. But yeah, I yeah. bet after two hours, that really drains on you a little bit. Well, what, one of the stories from that movie was that Lady Gaga spent like two years staying in character, working on her accents working on different accents for different parts of her life, like her character as a kid versus her character as an adult versus her character, you know, going oh, through yeah. the, the tough stuff at the yeah. end. She, like, changed her accent to be more Americanized or less, depending on... And it's like, that's a bunch of work that went in, but I, don't, I didn't hear a lot of praise as, like, oh, it was really good <laughs> work. Um, so I think that's interesting. And I, I like the movie, though. I would go out and see it. Once again, I think Jared Leto did, was one of the most enjoyable parts of that movie. Yeah, but uh, that actually brings up a good point, that Jared Leto and Lady Gaga were both in this movie, both fitting into this category of yeah. uh, musician-turned-actor mm. and should they have, you know? Yeah. Uh, because sometimes you get people like Jared Leto who are like, I don't know how to feel about it, and then sometimes you get Lady Gaga doing A Star is Born, which everybody mm-hmm. absolutely loved. Right. Uh, but I, I think that you get... In my head, about two distinct categories. One is the musician who dabbles their toe in acting and really doesn't pan out. They either just do like the one movie and that's kind of what they're known for, or they just do the the bit cameo pieces where they almost play themselves, or it's like they're in there mm-hmm. just for the shock value of like, oh, it's that guy yeah. that I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get the other side of the coin, which is full-fledged i'm diving in this is a new career for me i am full-fledged acting and you're and you still get the like i don't know that you should have done that and then you get some people <laughs> who are like why would you ever bother singing you should have been doing this the whole time right. um so I, I have a couple for you uh and you tell me where you think they fall uh we talked about jared leto a lot uh but another big one that came to my mind immediately was mark Wahlberg. Um, yeah marky mark yeah. as some people may not know and i think he hates this but he was actually marky mark and uh the funky bunch right that was, that was uh-huh. the, which i think donnie was in that as well um mm. but he definitely started out as a musician uh mm-hmm. to his chagrin maybe but i think that in my opinion i think he falls more in the definitely you're an actor everybody would know you're an actor uh yeah 
Well, I, yeah. It's been so long. Not to say he's a good actor, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would say he's not on the worst of the list of, of, of uh, singers turned actors, but <laughs> it's fair. It's so interesting how different his acting persona is from his Marky Mark persona. Like, he was like walking around in just underwear on stage when he was Marky Mark as a hip hop, like, underwear model, like, pop singer. And then he goes off and plays Shooter and. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other four brothers where he's the just perfect well, storm. Yeah. His first big role, if I'm not mistaken, Boogie Nights. Was Boogie Nights, yeah. where right. he was just kind of in his underwear all the time. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes not all, all of the his. time. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Sometimes not even that. Uh, but then, I mean, he became like a legit action star with uh, the Italian Job. Yeah. Uh, Three. The Departed. The Departed is a great Oof. one. Uh, and then he and then he found his his another niche where he, he now does comedies right uh, with uh, the other guys and uh, Ted Ted and what's that other one with Will Ferrell where they're like they're the two dads like daddy's daddy's home, home. Or something like that yeah. yeah the other guys basically <laughs> yeah um, but uh, I don't know I don't know if you guys Drew you're starting to watch old movies now. Uh, this seemed to be a thing that happened a lot with older uh, singers. Uh, specifically, I think of like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Bing Crosby. All those mm-hmm. guys like dabbled in um, movies as well. So, it, to y'all's opinion, where do you think that they land? I definitely know those guys for sure more on what they did as an as a recording artist than what they did as an actor. Because uh, I think if Bing Crosby was known for anything, it's definitely the song White Christmas and not the movie White Christmas, which we've established <laughs> is a bad movie. We have um, not established, established that. that. We disagree. <laughs> I, uh, oh, go ahead, Drew. Uh, no, I, I agree with you. It seemed like back then the movies were a way for them to get their act, their singing chops out to a wider audience. It was a way... To perform and and capitalize on their singing ability, and it translated well to the stories that they used to tell back then. It was less like a very serious living in the world, and more kind of like a, a play, almost a stage for them to perform on a lot of times. And you had huge dance numbers and um, like breaking out into music just randomly, not even in musicals, which was a great opportunity. Yeah, somewhere in the 58 hours of the Get Back uh, documentary, um, it was the Beatles, um, Paul McCartney gets like super into, we got to make another movie, we need to make another movie, and he keeps pushing this like movie that they've got to make. And at some point, um, John Lennon's like, why are you so dead set on making another movie? And Paul McCartney said, that's how we'll be remembered. Um, he says, we can, we can reach so many people and we'll will be remembered forever if we get into film. Mm. And he kept saying that like over and over again, which is interesting um, because I think like records are probably going to outlive all of us just like the because of what they're made out of. Yeah. <laughs> they're just hard to destroy and film is relatively easy to destroy. But now that music is all in the cloud, I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess music is never going to die. But I think that was around the same time. Oh, man. I can't remember if that was the 60s. I think late 60s or yeah. Pretty sure it was late sixties when right. that documentary was done, and so I don't know if that I don't know if that gives credence to 
you know, if they were trying to pay, because they saw Frank Sinatra and Bing Crosby do it, or if it was this new kind of idea of if you want to live forever, be famous forever, reach the most amount of people, you know, films never die. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I think that that same sentiment probably plays into most of these people who decided to branch out, right? Uh, most of the yeah. people we talk about tonight want to be remembered. We all do in some form or fashion. And if you feel like, hey, I've reached a point in my career where I feel comfortable here, I want to branch out and, and try to go make an impact somewhere else, be remembered somewhere else. Like, yeah, I think that's just part of the human condition. Um, yeah. But I would say also to Drew's point that he made about older movies and uh, music, musicians just kind of fitting in that time period, I laugh thinking about like uh, Ocean's Eleven and how Dean Martin in that movie at one point literally just played his own song like 12 times throughout the movie. That was his, that was his role in the movie, uh, was, was being the entertainer. He was playing himself in the movie. He was like, but like now he's part of the heist crew where he's going to go sing to distract all the people while they do the heist. And it's like, that seems like a cop out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, for sure uh, I don't know did you guys have any like when I first brought this up did you have any that that came to your mind I think the probably some of the biggest ones uh, would be like Justin Timberlake uh, who is turned into an incredible actor I think he's awesome Um, and also had an incredible solo run after his NSYNC days which itself was enough probably (laughs) Elvis Presley had a really nice long run in movies too, except for most of them were like movies based around his songs. Yeah. So like kind of cheating. Like the movie called Jailhouse Rock and you're like, wonder what that's about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will Smith can probably be put in that category. Yes, of, I yeah. agree. Uh, I don't know if his rap career was before or after he started with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, I would assume they're around the same time because he sounds super young, but I don't know. Mandy Moore was another one that jumped up yep. to me. She was on my list too. Because uh, when she came one. out, yeah, when she came out in, um, oh, I was just saying the remembering the fault in our stars. That's not it. Um, that's <laughs> Walk to Remember. What is the name of that movie? Walk to Remember. Thank you. And then she came out to Walk to Remember. I was like, oh, that's that chick who sings, and then she was really <laughs> good. And then she's had a really long career after that. But I didn't know that she was an actress. Um, and now she's on her. 798th episode of This Is Us, I think. Yeah. Um, so. And had a brief uh, time on Scrubs. Don't let that pass you by. I forgot about <laughs> she that. She was gift shop girl. Ooh, oh, okay. Yeah. Another big one that gets overlooked a lot. Jack Black. Uh, one of, oh, I think, the best wow. to do. Wow. Nice. He, he is never going to win an Academy Award, but I'll watch any movie Jack Black is in. Because um, he automatically makes it better. I will say, and, uh, did you? I will say his role in the holiday is one of my favorite that he does because he's yeah. so endearing. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. his other roles like Nacho Libre and uh, School of Rock and stuff like that. You're like, oh, you're being the goofy, like way over the top guy, and then that he's still goofy, but he's like the lovable goofball that's like the sweet romantic. And I was like, oh, yeah, Jack Black, yeah. my heart. <laughs> I think School of Rock would still be mine. Um, some of the ones that jumped out to me, Kyle, were you, did you have some more? I got more, but keep going. Uh, yeah. Um, Ice Cube 
uh, was one that <laughs> for sure I love to see in any movie, uh, especially a Jump Street. I was gonna say uh, his role in Twenty Two Jump Street and Twenty One Jump Street are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, like absolutely phenomenal. And then the like the the first one that jumped out to me, um, if I can take you back for just a second, uh, when I was growing up, we would come home and my sister would, who was two years older than me, would get the remote and she would get to pick what we watched, and so I got to watch Reba, the TV show oh, Reba, no. starring Reba McIntyre, sure, on a daily basis, Monday through Friday, and to oh, the no. point when. I was in the fourth grade. I saw a commercial for Reba who was leading the CMT Awards or something that year. And I turned to my mom and was like, did you know Reba was a singer? And I believe that for a short span on this earth, I was the only person who knew Reba McIntyre as actor first, singer second. No, I bet there's a lot of people born in 95, 96 <laughs> that are right in that same boat with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that actually oh. is an interesting different category in my head of like if you were to ask people today who is this person (laughs) like would they tell you actor or singer right like um Mm -hmm. if you were to ask people about j-lo do you think they would say actor or singer because i think she's more of an actor now way like is she Mm -hmm. still even putting out music I don't know, man. I just know that I, I don't think anybody saw that movie with her and owen wilson that got released like two weeks ago marry me Sure, I, I know I, I do. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. But like she did, uh, like Hustlers a couple of years ago, and that was pretty big. Uh, Made in Manhattan, also huge. Uh, wedding planners. Yeah. What the wedding planner? Yep. Jiggly. Um, yeah, Jiggly or Giggly or whatever it's called. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shades of Blue. That's another big one for her. Um, but the other person I thought of that was. Uh, LL Cool J because yes. if you ask yes. a kid today there's no way they know mama no, Mama said knock you out but they do know <laughs> NCIS Los Angeles that's CBS's funny. number one hit show uh, <laughs> but that's funny yeah I mean um, Deep Blue Sea uh, Any Given Sunday SWAT like LL Cool J in my mind is an actor not a singer yeah I forgot he was in SWAT. Yeah. Oh, he's great in SWAT. Because you either SWAT or you not. <laughs> I know we just lost Drew Allen, uh, Drew Allen's audio here, but I was going to bring up Ludacris. Is he better known for the Fast and Furious franchise or his role in Crash? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or is it his rap career? I don't know. There's uh, 78 movies in the Fast and Furious franchise, so like maybe it's that. You were not on the pod for this episode but let's not also forget he was in no strings attached with ashton kutcher and oh, jake johnson really? oh yeah and when he showed up i was like oh, jake is... johnson's in that movie? yeah i was like why is ludicrous here um <laughs> yeah i mean that guy to me traverses both worlds where he i don't know i i still think of luda as a as a rap rapper but uh I don't know. It's hard to separate it from the Fast and Furious franchise. Another one that's kind of hard to separate, which one are they better at? Jennifer Hudson. I thought that she Ooh. was really, really great in Dreamgirls. Yeah. And I have not got a chance to see Respect yet. Like, I heard, like, I don't even know when Respect came out. And then I, like, looked around and it's gone. And I don't, 
I don't know if it's streaming somewhere because I'd like it to be streaming somewhere because I bet she kills it as Aretha. I bet that she's yeah. great. Yeah. She's got some pipes. Talking about a couple of people that it's like, okay, you're definitely, I don't know which way you go. Some of my favorite little bits are when there are the characters that's like, you are definitely a musician and why the heck are you in this movie? Uh, yeah. But I still love them. The one that comes to my mind every time is, it's kind of a lesser known one, but Dwight Yoakam is in Sling Blade. But he's also in the opening scene of Wedding Crashers. He's the what? He's the husband that's like, uh, oh wow, who earned those miles flying to Denver? Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, that's oh, it. Wow. Go, go comatose for me, baby. Yeah, that's Dwight Yoakam. I didn't know that was him. <laughs> yeah, he what looks, a random. He looks different without a cowboy hat on, and it is such a it random sure bit that exactly you're like, wait, why are you in this movie? Uh, you know who would probably look different without a cowboy hat on, but it doesn't matter because every movie he's in, he's wearing a cowboy hat. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Yeah, <laughs> incredible. Get out of my brain. Um, but his role in Friday Night Lights was brutal, and then he uh, was basically the Blind Side. The Blind Side, yes. Um, and then he was in. He's in that. Is it Yellowstone or 1983 or 1883? One of those ones where he's on horseback, I guess. I think Faith Hill's in it with him. Uh, I could be making that up. I haven't. I'm pretty sure that I haven't caught up on Yellowstone. I don't know that he's in. I I don't know. I haven't seen enough of it to tell you. I think he's he might be those. in the new yeah. one with uh, uh, Sam Sam Elliott, who hates Power of the Dog. <laughs> hates Power of the Dog. Yeah, uh, <laughs> perfect. Friend of the podcast. Um, Which, by the way, we didn't talk about this. Do you think Sam Elliott scared all the Oscar voters away from voting for Power of the Dog? I hope so. <laughs> That's called the Power of the Mustache. <laughs> uh, nice. Another person I think of in this is uh, Chris Brown, who... Dude, yes! See Breezy! Yeah, so... This is so dumb. I fell in love with Chris Brown in middle school because obviously his music but then also he came out with a movie called this christmas where he sang his hit song Mm -hmm. this christmas this christmas and in the movie he plays like a shy kid who likes to sing but he's still trying to find his voice and you know whatever Mm -hmm. and just goes out and crushes this song and you're like why are you hiding that talent you're clearly (laughs) the most talented person here uh, Let it shine. And, Don't hide it under a bushel. But then he was also in a movie called Takers, which is Takers horrible. Yeah, with Ti. Yes. No. T. Don't I. do that. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Christian Haydenson or whatever. Who Hayden just, Christensen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've heard of both. Idris Elba, I think, is also in that one. That's sure, a good movie. Not? You don't like Takers? No. The guy who killed Star Wars <laughs> is in that movie. I can't like that movie. The, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I just have to get over it. Um, and then I always think it's funny when people write a hit song and then get to make a movie about their one hit song. Uh, <laughs> and this is not the one hit song, but like Eminem, you know, has Eight Mile and yep. then gets to make a movie called Eight Mile where he plays himself. And it's like, I get it. Nobody knows your life better than you, my guy. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Good for you, double dipping. That's great. <laughs> Write a song that's so powerful it makes a movie. That's the dream. Yeah, I feel that. 
I feel that. Uh, and then um, like Dolly Parton and Nine to Five mm, gets to make a movie. I've never been a Dolly Parton five. fan. Yeah, I missed that one. I also missed that song because I can't stand her voice. Sure. And I know I'm wrong for that. That's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, that's fine. Um, can you explain to me why Harry Connick Jr. is in like a handful of rom coms? Like, did they could they just not find anybody else? Or nope. defy science. <laughs> uh, I, I think like, he did the soundtrack to When Harry Met Sally. Uh, somebody, is he in that movie? No, I think he just did the soundtrack. Huh. And so. Like, after that, I guess people were like, oh, you can sing. I bet you can also do rom-coms. I don't know. I don't know. I how just know his role in P.S. I Love You. I was just kind of like, can can anybody other than this guy <laughs> be in here? <laughs> Which, I mean, he, I think he did fine. It just kept being like, is that Harry Connick Jr.? <laughs> like, the whole time. Um, which, someone who, like, his voice kind of reminds me of Michael Buble, I think, is super funny and probably should be in movies because i would enjoy seeing him in all the mediums uh hearing from him in all of the mediums one we didn't mention earlier tom waits you're i'm gonna need more context oh oh for like a movie and songs <laughs> no i don't know really. who this person is across the board so oh man uh do you you've you've seen the classic mystery men i have yeah he's the guy who who lives in the weird shed hideout thing. Uh, he's also in like Seven Psychopaths, probably some other stuff. I thought that you, I thought I'd say Tom Waits and be like, Mystery Man. Um, no, that's wild. David Bowie. Yeah. one. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> For his amazing role in The Prestige. And Zoolander. Uh, he is in Zoolander. I forgot about that. I was going to say in the best movie ever made, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Everybody knows. <laughs> Sorry, googling. I Tom forgot he was in Waits. Zoolander. He did the uh, he did the uh, the walk off, right? Yes, yeah. Oh, Tom Waits. Oh, okay. All right. I'm with Tom Waits now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, why didn't you just say Tom Waits earlier? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? Uh, so funny story. I have not seen the movie. I've seen a production of it though because one of my roommates in college was the transvestite and he lived on the second story of our house and in the room right above me and i heard him walking around in high heels for three months as he learned how to walk in in heels uh so i've seen part of rocky horror picture show well meatloaf in the movie meatloaf is the guy who comes in on the motorcycle and he has like two scenes and sings one song and then he dies pretty quick. Um, but that's a great cameo. And I'm sure he's been in other things. Oh, he was in uh, he was in Fight Club. Yeah. His name was Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. I actually don't remember if his name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. Or if that's Paulson. Jared Leto. Nope. His it is. Na- his name is Robert Paulson. You're saying it back. I know you're doing a bit now from... You're doing a bit now from the movie. His name is Robert Paulson. Okay. Another movie starring Jared Leto. There you go. Full circle. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that feels nice. Uh, uh, did you did you catch um, Ed Sheeran uh, was in like a random episode of Game of Thrones. God, I hated it. Uh, 
And I was just like, why? And then he was also in uh, that movie where that guy gets like a concussion or something. And when he wakes up, the Beatles had never been... Oh, uh, Get Back? No, not the 38-hour documentary about the Beatles. Yesterday, that's the one. Yeah, and Ed Sheeran's in that one for a hot minute. Like, he's like a supporting cast. Like, he's in a bunch of scenes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just kind of like, I mean, if you're not going to let him sing a whole lot, then I don't know why you went with Ed Sheeran here. I don't think he's very good. He definitely falls in the line of, like, you should stick to music for sure. Yeah. Uh, Also, another one that does that for me is Madonna. Um, Oh, yeah. It's like... League of their own, getting some back-to-back play here uh, in in consecutive (laughs) weeks for us. But, uh, yeah. uh, Evita was the other big one she was in too, right? Sure. Oh, okay. I thought that was the one she was most known for. You're probably right, though. League of their own is probably the one she's most known for. It's it's gotten the most play on our podcast, that's for sure. Snoop Dogg was in Training Day, and I'm sure other things. Gosh, yes. I forgot all (laughs) those Corona commercials. (laughs) <laughs> he's awesome in those two. He's great. The ones with him and Andy Samberg, I cracked up watching that one the other night at the uh, commercial for the Oscars. That was awesome. Oh, big one we missed. Cher. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's got an Oscar. She's an EGOT winner, I think. No, really? She won a Grammy for Believe. Yep. An Oscar for Moonstruck. No and an way. And for... yes i was about to say like the first thing i thought of was burlesque and then i was like probably not that one and i was like moonstruck and i was like definitely not that one (laughs) she won an oscar for moonstruck that movie is horrible yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh, oh so she's never won a tony uh or at least whenever this vogue uh article was released she won an emmy for share the farewell tour which All right. is kind of cheating. Nah, right. <laughs> yeah. nah, it seems. Okay, so if I was Cher, all I would be trying to do is get on every Broadway show ever. Trying to get, trying yeah, to EGOT. I mean, How many people have EGOT it? It's got to be like 10. Yeah, it's not many. I think the there's a very small list. Oh, so this is a list of people that are close to EGOT. Ooh. All 16 EGOT winners from Audrey Hepburn to Alan Menken. Hmm. Richard Rogers, never heard. Helen Hayes. Rita Marino. John, can't say his last name. Audrey Hepburn, didn't know she won a Grammy. She won a Grammy for the best spoken word album for children. Boo. Audrey Hepburn's Enchanted Tales. Boo. That's not real. That's, that is the biggest cheese of word I've, I've ever seen. Ooh, Mel Brooks. Yeah. Really? Mel Brooks is an EGOT winner, yeah. Wow. Okay, I can see Whoopi that. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi. What was her Tony? I did not see that coming. Uh, Tony for best uh, musical. Oh, she produced Thoroughly Modern Millie. They're getting fast and loose with what it wow. means to win one of these awards. I mean, I've never heard there's of There's only other 16 people. of them, Lopez, so it's, okay. st- it's still hard. Wow. The, uh, the I mean, I'm just on my own little tangent I'm, here I'm now, in. but Robert Lopez is, the, is half of the music duo, him and his wife. Did the music for all of Frozen, Frozen 2, um, and then they did all the music for WandaVision as well. Wow. Um, but he's got an EGOT. Uh, that's crazy. Um, John Legend. Oh, really? Huh. What was his Oscar? Andrew Lloyd Webber. 
Uh, he won, let's see, Oscar Best Original Song for Glory from Selma. Okay. Oh, that's a... Yeah. Ooh. I remember that song now. That one gives you goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Oof. That was really good. And those are the only people that you would know. Like, I don't recognize any of these other names. Um, that's wild. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, I should have seen that coming. Um, oh, he won an Oscar for Best Original Song for You Must Love Me from Evita, starring Madonna. There you go. There you go. So... Uh, we can cut this later if we need to, but stream of consciousness, I think it's funny looking at the types of singers that these people are, and then looking at the music, or like looking at the music they create, and then the acting that they do later on, it seems to coincide pretty well. I mean, we laughed about it earlier, like Tim McGraw. Oh, I wonder what he looks like without a cowboy hat on. But he is a country singer, right? So it would make sense Mm -hmm. that the characters he plays are going to be a bit more country in nature, right? Um, like, he's not going to come out here and play, like, I don't know, like a Russian senator. Like, that's just... <laughs> he doesn't have it in him. Um, but then you've got people like Jack Black who do goofy, funny music and then play goofy, funny characters. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe he's stepped out of that role occasionally, but not that I can think of really off the top of my head. Uh, and then you've got guys who are usually like rappers and then they come out and they play like really cool kind of like, uh, angry characters and that fits a lot with the style of music that they do. Um, and then maybe bring it back full circle. You get people like Jared Leto and Lady Gaga who do weird ass music (laughs) and we can appreciate their, their weird music. And then they take it to the screen, and we're like, why are you so weird? <laughs> uh, and it's like, what did you expect? Lady Gaga came out like in a meat suit one time, and everyone was like, I bet she's yeah. normal under that. Uh, <laughs> 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 Let's put her on screen. I'm sure it'll correlate perfectly. This will translate so well. <laughs> That's funny. Um, if I had to give you these, these three actors, kind of older actors from a certain generation bruce willis russell crowe and dennis quaid which of these three actors decided to start a musical career after they were already big acting stars uh d jeremy renner <laughs> all of them including jeremy renner are uh have uh some Wait, sort of all music of them? background yeah yeah, I knew Russell uh, Crowe. Russell Crowe so is it terrible. Was, yeah, I, I knew yeah. Russell Crowe, so I thought it was a trick question. Are you serious? Bruce Willis has a band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and who's? Uh, and I've actually heard some of Dennis Quaid's band because he played in Dallas a couple of years ago, and they played some of it on the radio. It's terrible. Um, and then what's the name? The Lieutenant Dan. Uh, oh yeah, can't remember his name. The actor. Um, I knew it. Now I'm different, and I hate it. Gary Sinise. Yep, that's it. Yes, I'm amazing. I brought it back. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Gary Sinise's band is called Lieutenant Dan. Band. It is, and I'm pretty sure he just plays bass and just kind of like stands in the corner. Good for him. <laughs> so way to capitalize. There's a bunch of musicians that are like, "How can we get big?" Oh, I know. <laughs> Let's get that guy in here. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, came out with uh, like a jazz album. I'm pretty sure called The Futurist, which is why you get that line in. Uh, Captain America Civil War when uh, when Hawkeye sees him coming he goes here he is the futurist he knows all he knows best 
was a nod to his his uh, band's name. I'm pretty sure uh, or the uh, album he had just come out. Another with. guy like that is uh, Hugh Laurie uh, from House. Yeah, he actually. Yeah. I think he's actually a pretty good musician. Uh, he mm-hmm. has uh, at least two albums, I think, uh, and I, yeah. I have one of them. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. Uh, but I was still deep in my like I love house stage, so if I go back and listen to it now, I may not like it as much. <laughs> God, house was great. Um, Scarlett Johansson, she's got an album out, and I want to say it wasn't terrible, although it's been a while. Pretty sure Brie Larson came out with one last year too. I did not dip my toes into that water. Um, which brings me to childhood uh, actresses and actors that you remember in your childhood who did both. Uh, oh, that did that did both. Yeah, as actors, or sorry, as children. You're when we were kids. Yeah. Uh, oh man, um, Hillary Duff, maybe. Hillary Duff, yeah, that was um, my first one on my list. The the first one I thought of when you brought up the topic was uh, the girl that plays Cindy Lou Who is now like oh, she lead, be like an emo rock. Yeah, star. she's like the lead singer for like an emo rock band. Yeah, uh, she's really good too. I've heard it's. I'm into that music, so like I was down. I was like, yes, it, cool. it was just so funny to see like, where are you, Christmas? <laughs> I can't feel anything. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> uh, Hillary Duff's song, Let the Rain Come Down. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. So good. And then uh, Lindsay Lohan was the other one that immediately popped into my head. Oh. But I couldn't think of one song that she came out with. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure she had to have because it was that time where like everybody on the Disney Channel was releasing like a song like every couple of weeks with their new episodes of whatever. That's so Raven. Um, coming out too. Um, and then, uh, oh, maybe a little known fact. Maybe everybody knows this. Ryan Gosling. Do you know where he got his start? Uh, playing the jazz band that's in La La Land? <laughs> no, not that. Uh, pretty sure he oh, was with... He was a Mouseketeer, what? right? Yeah. Yes. He was like, uh... He was mainly like a dancer, but also a singer or whatever. I think like uh, Britney Spears, maybe also. And uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, that sounds right. I think I there, there's a lot Seems of people like, that started as Musketeers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like big uh, launching pad. Yeah, and then my <laughs> wife was. Um, I don't know if you know this. When she was four, five, six, somewhere in that range, she was on Barney, and. Uh, Selena Gomez like just came on to Barney like right after she left or it was like right before she left. They had a little bit of overlap maybe. Um, but uh, and then Selena Gomez, you know, went on to be this huge star. And I kind of look at her on the couch while we're sitting on the couch watching the Oscars where Selena Gomez is, you know, like on the red carpet. I can look at her and it's like, huh, what, what could have been? What happened? <laughs> Didn't nail your cleanup time, did we? Uh, but that brings me to Vanessa Hudgens, who I think is going to be... I think she's going to do really great. I mean, she had a high school musical, so she was a billionaire sure. by the time she turned 16. Um, but I think that she's actually really good. I really liked her in Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. Um, and then Zac Efron, uh, who is maybe the greatest quadruple threat of all time. Where's um, his EGOT? I think he's made so much money that he probably doesn't need the EGOT. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. care, maybe. He's probably fine. Uh, the, yeah. the Talking about those type of characters where they're simultaneously 
uh, actors but are doing musical things. The first one that jumps out to me is Russell Brand, who I don't know that he's ever put out an album. He may have, but he does a lot of songs. He does a lot of music. Uh, I didn't know that. Russell Brand? Yeah, I had no idea. So, like, in Get Him to the Greek, he sings all of those songs. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> uh, like, Forgetting Sarah Forgetting Marshall Sarah and Marshall, stuff like yeah. that. And, uh, oh, shoot. What's the other one? Uh, Rock of Ages, uh, where he plays oh, with uh, Alec yeah, Baldwin. Yeah, yeah. And they sing mm-hmm. those. Like, he's got a really funny, musically talented person that I don't know that has ever put out an album. Someone tell me if that's if that's true or not, because I'll go buy it. Um, <laughs> but whenever he does musically inclined characters in movies, they're all really, really funny. Yeah. Interesting. I don't think I... I know that you say that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember him singing. It was obviously his voice as Aldous Snow or whatever his name mm-hmm. was. Um, but I don't think... Uh, uh, Idina Menzel uh, is another big one. Who I don't even know if she's ever put out like a solo album. I'm sure I know she's been on tour and done stuff on her own. Um, but her and then Kristen Bell too. Uh, she's yeah. got a phenomenal voice and could go back and forth easily. I think. Have we mentioned Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman, not necessarily a solo singing career or anything like that, but yeah, he one of the most talented human beings ever. He went on tour, didn't he? Like. Uh... Singing. Right now he's doing the Music Man on Broadway, but I think right before that he was doing the one man show where he did a bunch of his old Broadway songs and okay. Where's and his EGOT? Yeah, you would think if that's Whoopi coming. If Whoopi Goldberg but... has an EGOT and Hugh Jackman doesn't, I don't want to live in this world anymore. <laughs> that's wild actually, yeah. Whoa. If Cher uh, has an EGOT Harris. for Moonstruck <laughs> And Hugh Jackman didn't win anything for Logan. I am <laughs> okay. Out. Well, greatest Showman, maybe Logan was terrible, but the Greatest Showman was awesome. I'm not comparing uh, it to any other of Hugh Jackman's <laughs> things. I'm comparing it to Moonstruck. <laughs> oh man, Drown, you missed it earlier while you were having audio issues. I said, uh, ludicrous. Best known for Fast and Furious franchise or for Crash? Which one's your vote? <laughs> uh, I, somebody said that they contacted Ludacris's agent and was like, hey, I want to collab with him on a song. What's he doing these days? And he's like, he's acting. He's an actor now. So uh, I think he's, he's part of the category that is singers turned into actors and are done with singing. Bring mm. it. <laughs> Give me fifteen more Fast and Furious movies because we need. That's what the world needs. Uh, that's what the world needs. Is there any other like big ones that come to mind of you know people that are really great at both? Um, man, the the only one I thought of. Uh, <laughs> no, I I ironically thought of Queen Latifah, who I don't think is good at either. But uh, <laughs> then, then I thought of. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jerome from Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, because yeah. I think he's great. Kind of in that Russell Brand category again of uh, just a really good stage presence and also musically talented can kind of go back and forth between uh, kind of like Jack Black between like, hey, I'm doing goofy, funny songs and now I'm playing a goofy, funny character over here. 
Uh, and I, I think that's great. I think he has an Oscar. Really? Uh, for the Muppets. <laughs> of course. So if you had to put all your votes, all your eggs into one basket, best singer turned actor, uh, who are you going with? Because you got you got multiple Oscar winners. You've got multiple Fast and Furious franchise members. Mm. Uh, you got you got quite a bit to go through here. Um, Man, if I'm, I think mine's Justin Timberlake, and I know he's not going to win an Oscar, but I love Justin Timberlake and everything he's in. I was going to say, if you're talking about somebody who is as equally talented in both, yeah, I would say maybe Justin Timberlake, who can still make smash hits you know singles and then can also be the star of a of a big movie mm-hmm. i don't think he's gonna really I'm... win for either of them but does both <laughs> of them well enough to get paid a lot of money yeah for sure and i really want to see respect because if jennifer hudson crushes it like i assume she did then uh she'll probably be the easy the easy choice there and not share um Duralyn, did you have one yeah i think i think uh our one fan would be remiss, would be upset with us if we didn't mention um, someone I think we failed to at to this point, which was Jennifer Love Hewitt. I was about to say, if you mention that Jennifer Love Hewitt had a song, I'll freak out. I'm pretty sure she has three albums. As oh my god! No Kyle's father way. has told me multiple times. Um, <laughs> but I, I think my favorite is gonna go to Lady Gaga, uh, who I think has done the best job. Transitioning from a high level of singing to a high level of acting, um, I think she's crushing it right now on a much more serious note. I, I think the two that have done the biggest turnaround in their careers from, uh, hey, I was just okay at this, and now like I'm really, really good uh, at my role as an actor, is either Will Smith, uh, who's, I mean, iconic for so many things that he's done, and his career is... Uh, Hit a lot of high notes, and then slapped a lot of people in the face. I mean, sure, I do. This is, I do hope that they changed his Oscar instead of like holding their hands right in front, like one hand out just a little bit, just to be like, hey, there you go. Uh, and then the other guy is uh, Marky Mark with Mark Wahlberg, uh, going from <laughs> okay. just the little known uh, that nobody wanted rapper to, uh, and so many things, and. Being part of Oscar-winning movies like The Departed uh, and big blockbusters like Uncharted. So uh, good for those guys, really turning it around. By the way, did you all catch Uncharted? Do I need to see it? I haven't yet. It's right on my list before Morbius. (laughs) I have so many things on my list before Morbius, um, but I'm still probably going to catch it in the next couple weeks. I don't want to at all. I don't want to do it, but I just got to see how bad they mess up this multiverse idea that they're going to mess up and that's going to do it for this week and not the podcast you deserve if there's an actor turned singer or singer turned actor that we missed feel free to let us know ntpydpodcast at gmail.com or on twitter at ntpydpodcast thanks for listening this is not the podcast you deserve